Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs and addiction. And here we are uh, again. Uh, I'm Dave. And I'm Chris. And today we have a very special guest, my dear, dear friend, Jeremy. Hi, how y'all doing? We're fine. Good. Uh, Jeremy. We're talking more to the people out there, but it's nice that you answer. They're not going to answer. They don't have to out loud. I just like to check in. So you're saying that I could say, how are you doing? Sure. No, no, why? A rhetorical. Right. How are you doing? Yeah. It's weird doing this with the light out, you know? It's always dark when we're recording. Does it feel safer to do it under the cover of darkness? It does. It feels more contained. It feels more natural. Oh, so you're nervous. No, I'm not nervous. Chris gets nervous. nervous is gone. Oh, that's gone. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm feeling a little nervous for you. See, the only guests we've had, we had two of Chris's friends, and we had a woman from uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. So Chris... Is very comfortable with those people, so I think the fact that you're my friend uh, is is activating Chris's uh, anxiety. No, you give off good vibes. Oh, good. I'm, I'm sorry I was late. That's it happens. Chris and was about, at- actually about being late. Yes, I'll let you know what an asshole I am. Okay, <laughs> not only was I late. I'm sure it's um, no good reason. I'm sure I, you're sitting at home eating ice cream and watching television, and you're like, I really don't want to cut into this me time. <laughs> <laughs> it was something along those lines. It um, was, wasn't it? No, well, I went to, I had a call at noon, and then I went to the gym, and then I just spent too long at the gym. Really? Yeah. That, so you were just riding that elliptical? I had a call at noon. I was riding that elliptical. Were you eating while you were riding it? No, 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 no. I don't do that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Um, so I have a fast lane, you know, easy pass? Mm-hmm. And it's been broken for about four months. And I go to Boston every week. And in Boston, that's fine because they don't have the little levers, you know, for you just drive through and it says call fast lane and they take a picture. And then somebody in administration is like, oh, he is registered and they don't send you a ticket. Here, there's actually the levers for all the easy passes. So literally, Would you call that a lever? It's a barrier. It's a barrier. It's an arm. An arm? Yeah. So my point was, though, I was additionally late because I had to pull up to the easy pass lane, the lever, arm, barrier, didn't work, and I just sit there, and people start honking, and I've been literally doing that every time I come to New York for months now. So I'm an asshole. So the dude comes out. Yeah, they had to come out, and, and so they're so slow, and like, they just don't care. Do you feel, do you feel like the first, see, if that happened to me. Yeah. If, if I was driving, because I drive out to Long Island every week, if if the fucking Easy Pass thing didn't go up and someone had to come to my... I'd feel like I was getting arrested. <laughs> you know, I would be sure that that was what was going to happen. I feel bad for the people behind me. Yeah. I, I actually I actually start looking who's behind me, like, when I'm, like, a couple hundred yards away from it. I'm, like, thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so the real question is, how long have you been traveling knowing that this is going to happen. Three months. So you do it every time. Every time I come here. How hard is it to get it fixed? It's probably really easy. Not to mention, mention you could just bring cash and go to the cash lane. Yes, for the easy cash already. It actually goes to daddy. I was hoping I'm not going to spend my hard-earned cash. No. You don't even earn cash. But I will spend a really long amount of time inconveniencing someone else. Do you earn cash? And I actually am creating jobs because in Boston there's the administrative work and then these guys have to come and get it. So I, I am funneling money into the economy. You know what you remind me this? of? You remind me of me when I was 14 years old. We would go to McDonald's and after we – and then Jeremy would come with me. Yeah. We'd go to McDonald's and when we were done eating, 
Jeremy or whoever we were with would say, Dave, you're not going to, you're not going to throw out your tray. And I'd be like, that's somebody else's job. <laughs> and that's, and you're not 14 years old. Well, see, I get to, like, you see me and you get to live kind of vicariously in your youth. Nice. You know, you, that's why you like me. It's a I like I'm you a for a lot of image of your 14 year old self. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think I like my 14 year old self as much as I like you, Chris. Well, let me ask Jeremy a question. Yes. Did you know Dave when he was in LA? You guys hang out? Yes. We lived together. Uh-huh. Lived Did you house. know the Nerdle story? The, the toothpaste thing. Remember commercial? when I had the when when that guy what's his name the guy lived with us uh, was Phil Phil when Phil got me the job as the PA. Oh um, yes, on the yes, I remember the yes. Nerdles. I, well, I feel yes, the listeners don't even know because that's a lost tape. Yeah, we, we have an Adobe lost tape that had to be. So taken where are you down going with the Nerdle story? I just was curious if Jeremy oh, sure. knew you Well, back then. I mean, I've got I got two stories that I can tell today. Yeah. If uh, Jeremy kicked me out of the house, Jeremy. His name is Jeremy. <laughs> he can't pronounce the name Jeremy. That, a, that was a big thing on the episode. That might and, be a lost tape, too. Yeah, and I was speaking to your honor. <laughs> that I was like, his name is Jeremy. Not you. He was talking about somebody named like Jeremy. Yeah. So you were discussed in one of these episodes. I brought it up, but I forgot that nobody knows what we're talking well, about. Because they can't access that episode anymore. Let's not talk about that. It's yeah. going to get very confusing. <laughs> All right. I, we've explained that I've had to erase many episodes because of my girlfriend not wanting not only, my sort of we're taking them down as fast as we're putting them up it's that's the way it should be it's like yeah. that's why you got to be on the cusp with this <laughs> podcast you got to listen to it as soon as it hits the airwaves because it might not be around much longer that's listen to jeremy point. listen to jeremy can you just try <laughs> jeremy there it is you got it. <laughs> because jeremy grew up with this name yeah. I, i'm used to it Jer, tell, tell. It, it's, again, it's one of the things, like Jeremy, it's one of those names for everyone listening who knows someone, if that's your name or knows someone closely, they had to deal with two things. One, well, maybe three. Jerry, which is bad enough. <laughs> um, that one was just lazy and you could get over. <laughs> Jeremiah, for people who thought Jeremy was an abbreviation for something, like a, like a three-syllable name is an abbreviation for anything. That was one I hated, but then the last one was just a kid because it was everyone. It was Jeremy. And, you know, like you hate that when you're a kid because, yeah. of course, that leads into, like, you know, like calling, you know, like Jeremy, he's Germ or Germany or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, and like as a Jewish kid in New York, you don't want to be called Jeremy. Jeremy. Right. So right. there it all. There it is. I feel like I'm saying it wrong when I say it right. No, it's your, like you're taking it. It, it actually sounds quite good. It okay. does. Yeah, you say it sounds like so much better yes. than you. It's almost, it's almost British. Right. Jeremy had to kick me out of his house in Los Angeles because there was too much blood in the bathroom. From what? Yeah. What was there like like the little spurts of it? Yeah. That's how everywhere. That's how you can actually know if you go to a public restroom mm-hmm. and you look on the ceiling. Yep. So if you, after people shoot up, they clean it out, mm-hmm. you know, and then they squirt the water out uh, a couple. Did times. I have blood on the ceiling too? No, I don't think so. But if you go in a cool. public restroom, yeah. you'll see this this the, the things line. on the ceiling. Yeah. I actually heard it used in a Judge Judy defense once, where this was pretty creative. Wow. And I don't think anybody even knew what he was saying. The guy was like, "I know, like the defendant." Um, has used drugs in the last year. He's like, I have her blood on my ceiling from shooting up as proof. And like Judge wow. Judy had no clue what he was talking about. And I was like, I get it. Nice. Wow. <laughs> when I moved out of my last apartment, there was blood on the ceiling. And they were like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know. I think it was chocolate syrup. And I was making a sundae and it got really messy. <laughs> <laughs> Good cover. Yeah, that's a horrible cover. So so, um, so, which one do you want me to tell first? Well. Should I tell the, the Todd one? Because it's uh, we were talking about thing. that. No, this one. This one? Yeah. Hold on. Keep talking. Pretend. Yes. 
You see, we're eight minutes in, and Jeremy has... First of all, I, I spend a long time using drugs with Jeremy. And that, that should just be said. Jeremy, this is a very... This is, Jer- Jeremy is not an addict. You're not a hopeless, no. depraved human being. No, I was, I was able to stop. Okay. Well, this is an well, interesting... you can stop. You yes. can use at will. Yes. Okay. He is not afflicted. He's not afflicted. He is not afflicted. Uh-huh. And Jeremy, why don't, you know, why don't you forget the story for a second. Yeah. Why don't, you know... The old one's okay. The good one's the airplane one. And that one takes like five, six minutes. They're both great stories. But I'm more interested in, you know, you've done just about every drug there is. I mean, nowadays, no. But well, like when you we were kids, I mean, every like horrible you pharmaceutical. You didn't do dust. No, you didn't I mean, do dust, you know. Everybody on the lower, all these crack. Dominicans do dust. You never smoke crack? No. You never did, you did ever, meth? No. You're living with Todd, you never did meth? No. Did you ever you stick yourself? It? No. No. Okay. Yeah, never did that. But you. But he did, Jeremy did benzos, heroin. Pills and coke. Pills, you know, coke. I, I only did coke like twice, I think. Two or three times in my entire life. I hated it. And lots of weed. Yes. And Jeremy, you've done all these drugs. Which would you say is your favorite drug? Um, I mean, like, you know, I think smoking pot is the most, you know, like the one I could handle and like probably the one I enjoy the most. Although heroin was the type of thing you fall into and never want to get out of. It's, you know, it's the worst. So what do you think prevented you from falling all the way into it? Well, I mean, because I had a couple of moments where I got really, really scared right before, you know, like it was that, that summer after grad school, I came home and you guys were, were into it and I fell in it pretty hard. And, um, like I was doing this touring show of a, a children's show. Yeah. If you know, Charlotte's web, I was doing a touring show and, um, who are you in it? Wilbur. Um, you were the pig. Yeah, I was the pig. Um, yes. Is there a voice? What do you mean? Did you have a funny voice for him? No, I just did myself pretty much. <laughs> you know, I got to do some pratfalls Charlotte! and things. But I remember like, you know, like we would be out for like a week, week and a half and then we'd come back and I remember there was one or two points, like we would be off for three, four days and there was one time like I was, was you know, snorting with, with you guys and um, I got like, and I had to show up the next morning or whatever the morning was to get back on the tour. And I mean, like I was throwing up that morning and I was like, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. And, uh, once, once that happened, you know, I just said, you know, just those, those couple of red flags, like, uh, oh, getting sick while trying to do something that's helping my career, um, getting sick in front of my mom. That wasn't a good thing. Like throwing up with her on the train. That was awful because she knew something was up. So like after the, a couple of those major red flags, I kind of went, this is not a healthy trend to maintain. So... Uh, but it was kind of easy for me to stop in that I actually left town. Like, I left. I went across the country. You know what they call it. that in, in AA? What? Pulling a geographic. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I guess that's what I did. I mean, like, it was, I mean, that was 100% or at least 95% for career and everything else. But there was that tiny part that was like, well, there's one extra reason to do this, to get away from this, because I know I'm not going to be able to find it on my own when I get out there. Well, that's what differentiates what you said, the addict from the non-addict, is that Addicts use despite negative consequences. Right. And then after a while, they use to cope with the consequences right. of using. Right. So that's the toxic spiral yeah. is when you're like, I'm going to get high to negate the feelings and the drama this that I'm creating by getting high. high. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, so like, yeah, I, I kind of removed myself from, from the cycle of it. And there's that's... a genetic component to it too. You know what I mean? Where it's like mm-hmm. we are different at the 
cellular level. Yeah. It's interesting, though, yeah. because, because Jer, uh, you know, we, we did fuck around in the beginning, all, you know, a bunch of us together, and then, you know, God, thank God Jeremy didn't go down the same hole that a couple of the other ones of us did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I actually left rehab in Florida, and I moved into Jeremy's house. Mm-hmm. Like, I went straight from Renaissance to Jeremy's house. Did you bring your sheets with you? What sheets? Those ones with all the holes in it that you brought to Renaissance? No, I threw them in the garbage. <laughs> but but Jeremy was living with a, a crystal meth addict at the time, our dear friend. And that's who hooked you up for the neural mm-hmm. yeah, and, that's, and, and I made him promise when Dave was going to come to the house. I made him promise. I was like, you've got to promise to me you cannot get him. Because he said he's clean. If he's clean in New York and he's coming out here, you cannot indulge this or get him back on it and of course like that was just a a stupid pipe dream on my part but that was also also just one basic thing right is that we all we all thought smoking weed was okay was okay yeah so like clean involved buying it right you know what I mean and of course once you start down that it's going to snowball especially with (laughs) the people who are involved also taking a crystal meth addict's word yes not a a great idea idea. well he's just fucking a (laughs) total you know, I would. You know, what they say is you can always tell an addict, but you can't tell an addict anything. Well, let me put it to you this way: this is this is the type of person he was. Well, my, hold on, my Todd parents. Listens. Yes, Just so you know. Yes, I understand that. Well, he knows the story. You know, this is this is a great one. My, my parents came. Oh, wait, so this is the story. Yeah, this is, yeah, story. This is one right. of the two right, stories. Let's get the story this is, this going. This is We've been too serious. This is a natural. This is a natural segue into it. So okay, I don't even perfect. have to do anything. So I this is this is the way. type. This is the type of that's house how good a host I am. Okay, and for everybody, Dave knows the story. I don't know any. Right. So so my parents come to visit me out in in Los Angeles, and we're staying in North Hollywood in this big house, and. Todd has the master bedroom, which has an ensuite, and he turned the large vanity closet walk-in area into a grow room, which warped the floors and was okay. its own. Tell Todd is your, so Todd is your roommate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Todd, you have to describe it. Todd fucking painted his whole room black, except one wall is like a Rasta flag. Yeah. He blacked out the windows. Mm-hmm. I think he painted the floor black. That's he might awesome. He, might he had an air conditioner <laughs> going all the time. And a TV that had a DVD of what's happening playing, I think, 24 hours a day. <laughs> if you, He locked his door uh-huh. and he would be sleeping yeah, he slept during the day. Sometimes with his, night. with his dog, Maggie, in there. So, yeah. like, the dog would be in, like, he would take the dog in at night, would get high, fall asleep for, like, 14 hours, and you could hear the dog scraping, <laughs> trying to get out, and you'd crying. Hear you'd hear and that. I couldn't even open it, because it's locked, you <laughs> know? you hear that, and at the same time, you hear... Because <laughs> it was the menu, so it would just play oh, over. Okay. Right, it wasn't even just the episode thing, it was, it was the menu. So it play over and over again. So anyway, so my parents come over... And um, uh, we're hanging out for a while. Had they ever met Todd? Before? Oh yeah, of course, okay. absolutely. All right, all right. So the he so, lived with Todd for years. Right. Okay. So so we're hanging out in the living room, and you know, uh, I'm no, there. No, 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 no. This because this is the interesting piece of the story. Okay. I was sober in this moment, yes. and I was living in the house also, mm-hmm. and I was sitting with your dad in the front porch. He was on the computer. That's where we were. Ah, okay. We're sitting, and he, and me, and Paul, Jeremy's dad, are, are sitting there talking about. I think we're talking about recovery. We're talking about sobriety, and um, and I think you just had stumbled into the into the room too. Right. And that's I'm taking over the story. Go for it. No, I'm all filling. We're fucking sitting there, 
and and Todd's car is in the driveway and it just drives away. And my parents had asked before, it was like, oh, is Todd in the house? Because we haven't seen him because they had just come and they were like, oh, we want to say hi to Todd. You know, Wait, say so hello Todd to him. took your car? No, he had his own car in the driveway. But we were just hanging out and like, oh, I guess he's not here because he knocked on the door. Like my yeah. parents didn't want to say hello. They could obviously hear us in the living room yeah. going around. So I'm hanging out and like he's outside with my dad. And then all of a sudden Todd's car drives away. Yeah. And – and and my father's like, I think someone's stealing Todd's car. <laughs> well, and he dropped out the window. So and then my mother comes out. My mother comes out and is like, I think I saw somebody running past the window. And what had happened is, is Todd, in order not to talk to my parents, had kicked out one of his windows, run around the back of the house, and gotten in his car as quietly as possible to drive away without making eye contact. Todd, did he Todd, turn up? What's happening? Why kicked out the window? I have no idea. <laughs> Todd, fucking. Uh, had like a pound of weed on him. He was going to sell weed and he didn't want to talk to Jeremy's parents and right, he didn't want or deal to with smell them. the butt. Yeah. <laughs> so he had escaped out his own window of the house he lives in to not talk to my parents. That's creative. Yes. And, like and, that. and, 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 and Jeremy's uh, father says, I think someone just stole Todd's car. Yeah, and we're sitting there and then Dave finally put two and two together and we're like, no. And we looked around the side of them like his screen was missing. We're like, no, I think he literally escaped from his own house. What did your, did your, you actually said that to your parents? What was their reaction? They um, knew they, that yeah, we were they, they knew that this was, you know, like there were some crazy things going on. I think they just shook their head and they're like, let's just go get some, you know, Mexican food. Some cold stone. Right, yes, yeah, or something, something, something like that. Oh, yeah, man. so that was that one. That was, to me, that was just the funniest thing. <laughs> and, and I'm conflicted because I really want Todd to be on the show. Mm-hmm. But Todd's not sober. Are you sober, Todd? Wait, is that a criteria for being on the show? We never discussed that. I think with an addict, because Todd is not like Jeremy. Todd is afflicted. Yeah, but he might just not show up. But were he to be here, I think that... I think Linda would get really mad at me. Show. That was a good story, though. I liked it. Yeah, it's a classic. It's, that, it's a classic. My, my other one's a little better. All right, what's the, air, the airplane um, one? Yes. This is this is one I've actually... This is probably... I've done, like, probably maybe two incredibly stupid things when it comes to drugs in my life, and this is one of them. But I happen to get away with this one scot-free. What's so. the other one? It's, it, I don't know. Probably... I have no idea. <laughs> um, so this, this is my favorite. I actually told this as a, a monologue. I did this as a monologue in college, and my teacher thought this was hysterical and when I told her it was true she was absolutely flabbergasted <laughs> so I think I've set this up enough um, so yeah. anyway um, my I think it was the summer of between my junior and senior year in college or sophomore and junior oh yeah sophomore and junior year in college I went to London to study at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art so I was studying there for the summer um, uh, I'm an actor and a teacher and I had this big Shakespeare fear and I wanted to get over it so I figured I'll just go where the people know what they're talking about instead of dealing with Americans who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and figure it out and it was amazing amazing time and I learned a ton however the second to last day of class, I got hit by a minivan crossing the street. 
I only say this because I want to tell you what my frame of mind is when I did this stupid thing that comes later. Because I felt I had a large deposit in the karma section, you know, getting hit by a minivan crossing the street. So I figured something good was going to happen. Or or I could push it somehow, right? Like I'll spend it instead of waiting. So I hit by a minivan, yes, crossing the street. Hit by a minivan, I flew four feet, broke his headlight with my hip, got glass in my hand. Yeah, I mean like I got hit. Sometimes you weren't injured. I mean, like, I was sore the next day, like you wouldn't believe, but no, nothing was broken. It was crazy. Addicts call that a freebie. Yeah, well, that, that's what I got. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it was. So <laughs> I, I got I got, I got, got hit by a minivan, yeah. and uh, two days or three days later, I was flying back to, um, to New York. And not to say I don't hate flying. I just find it really tedious, like sitting down for seven hours, you know, like bad. Right, exactly. I mean, there are people who can sleep, though. I'm not really good at that. You know, I can I can keep myself. Okay, wait. So you got hit by the minivan and then you're flying from London to New York. Yes. How many days after is this? About about two, three days. Okay. Tops. And you're sore. And And I'm sore and everything else. But while I was there, I did find somebody in my class who was able to buy me weed. Okay. So I was I had weed with me in London. Just yeah. to say something, this minivan fucking MacGuffin is bullshit. It's not. This is just this minivan. I just has nothing to do with but, fucking. But yes, I'm just trying to show you because this is again. He's trying to get some karmic yeah, points exactly. by saying the minivan. I'm just saying well, it's in, and I'm just saying in my way. But I know Chris. Chris is looking for painkillers to kind of <laughs> yeah. opiates. No. So he's looking. Just just I just want to make sure this that Chris knows. Just Demerol. Just so 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 I'm like okay. Uh, and I had smoked almost all of it, but I had a little bit left. And I was like, well, okay, so let me – I want to plan this before I get on the plane because I knew I was going to be on the plane for six and a half, seven hours, right? So I was like, okay, so this is what will happen. I had a friend of the family who was going to pick me up at my my dorm and drive me in. So I like, that was going to be great. So I was like, I don't know what to do. All right. I'll smoke. He'll pick me up. We'll go to the airport. I'll get on the plane. I'm coming, And I'm thinking – well, no, because he's going to pick me up, and it's an international flight. Yeah, it's going to be like two and a half hours. You know what I mean? And like I'll custom, right? You, you know, on, right? Yeah. So I'll be like, I'll already be down by the time I even get on the plane. Like, right what's, before you what's get on the, the plane. What's the point, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll have him drive me out there, and I'll say thank you. Then before I go into the airport, I'll smoke, and then I'm like, well, you know, like maybe there's a way I can do it a little bit closer to actually getting on the plane. So I was like, so I know what I'll do. And this actually seemed like a good and viable idea. I know what I'll do. I'll get on the plane, right? I'll get there first, right? Get on the plane, put my shit away, go into the bathroom, smoke, be really discreet, (laughs) put it out. No one will ever know. It's the the perfect (laughs) crime, right? Now, all the while, I'm not even thinking because I don't even have a pipe. I've rolled a joint to do this, all right? <laughs> I so this hear, is how I stupid this like is. Like a one-hitter maybe, taking one yeah, right. hit, ghosting it. And like exactly. So, okay. so this is what so – <laughs> like, Hold on, hold on, hold on. But why this is a, This is setting up for just a right. horrible – Right. So a really but, bad idea. Right, so like that's what I'll do. This is perfect. But my question – my first question is why Do you want to wait until the end because there's going to be more? No, no. But the, the first question right. is – This is what he does. Why not smoke – Outside, you want to go like you check in. Right, I hate sitting in the right, seat because he I was like, well, to do it the last and second. because once you check in, it's like, well, I mean, if I leave, do I have to check back Don't in? Like, smoke? go through security as like maybe he there's wants a place the there. THC to be coursing through his veins right when he's buckling his seatbelt. Well, I want as much in me on the plane. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember in? 
What what airport in England was? I it? have not Heathrow. Yeah. Do you remember that? Could they smoke cigarettes then there? I don't think. So. I mean, I think there might have been a smoking section, but it was like a like a fish tank with you like know twelve what I mean? people. Right, exactly. So you yeah, thought no you'd be you thought you'd be more discreet. <laughs> yes, smoking alone uh-huh. in, a in the bathroom in the bathroom on the plane. This is how stupid this is. Right. So I was like, because the joint then is in the smoking left. section covered with the tobacco. You got it. Or whatever. So I go on the plane, ditch my stuff, get in the bathroom, close it. I light the thing up, take one big pull, put it out in. Instantly. Hold on, hold on, time out. Hold time on, out. no, no, no. <laughs> Blow it into into a, like a tube of you know paper towels. Spray it with that, right? And I've done this now once or twice, but it's taking forever. Yeah. So then I was just like, fuck it, and I just lit it up, and I took like two or three puffs, and I'm like blowing, trying to get Did rid you of this bring a blow tube. No, like I made one. I made, I made, kind of made one, right? So I'm, I'm like, and then at one point I was just like, fuck it. So I just sat down on the toilet and I just start smoking it, right? Yeah. And then I see, bing, please return to your seats. And I look up, I go, oh. So I start smoking a little faster, <laughs> right? And then I think, bing, please return to your seats. Accompany with, knock, 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 knock. Sir, sir, could you please return to your seat, sir? Yeah. <laughs> right, smoke the rest of it. You know, blows that. Try to get as much of the thing around. You flush, to flush, flush. Oh yeah, exactly. flush it. Yeah, as much as I can. Doing the thing, right? Spraying. Yeah. Open the door. What were you spraying? I, I had a little thing of cologne, right? So I was like, I was like, I think <laughs> I got rid of most. Of it. Yeah, exactly. Most of the, I thought I got most of the smoke away. Open the door. I'm not kidding. Literally, a cloud of smoke comes out with me as I see the stewardess standing directly in front of me. Right? I go, ah, you know, with this dumbass look in my face, and she goes, uh, "So you have to return to your seat." Instantly, her face changes and goes, "So were you smoking in the bathroom?" I said, "Yes, I had a cigarette. Is that not all right?" Now, for you, if you have not been on, like I think it was Virgin, the wallpaper pattern in the bathroom. Is a mosaic of no smoking signs. That's it. It's not just one. It's everywhere. No smoking on the plane ever. They make it obvious. Yeah. Don't tamper with the smoke detectors. Yeah. Don't smoke on the fucking plane. Yeah. They make it obvious. I come out. Smoke comes with me. I mean, it was, there was no line. I was like, I had a cigarette. I know. I was like, just so you don't let them smoke on the airplane. I said, I am sorry. I was like, I'm sorry. I had no idea. I'm very sorry. Right. I go back and she goes, Oh, well, please return to your seat. So I go to my seat. Right. I sit sidelined next to the two very nice, sleep. the very nice, sleep. yeah, the, the very nice Filipino couple. Right. I sit down. I, I say hi to them. I'm looking out the window. I'm about to settle in. You and I terrified? Tap, tap, tap on my shoulder, and I look up, and there's the head stewardess, and she goes, Sir. Can I see you in the galley for a moment? <laughs> and at this point, it's kicking in. So I went, okay, yeah. right? And I get up and I follow her out. And she goes, sir, were you smoking on the, on the plane? I said, yes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I had a cigarette. I didn't know. It was, I'm very sorry. I will never do it again. She goes, well, you're not allowed to smoke on the airplane because if you flush that down while we were refueling, you could have blown up the entire plane. What? And I, what? I'm in the wrong. I didn't want to be like, what? Fuck you, lady. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. no. So I was like, oh my God, really? That's terrible. I would have yeah. felt awful blowing up the plane. I'm so sorry. And then she goes, and another thing, a couple of the passengers complained that they smelled pot. And I laughed right in her face on that one. Because yeah. when you hear a British person say pot, it's yeah. funny though. So I was like, pot. And I went, what? And she goes, pot marijuana? I went, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 it was an herbal cigarette. She said, oh, it was an herbal cigarette? I'm like, yes. She was like, was it a rolled cigarette? I'm like, yes, it was. But it was herbal. She goes, well, you're not allowed to have rolled cigarettes on the airplane. And I didn't want to say, well, apparently not allowed to have any fucking yeah. cigarettes on the airplane. But again, did not want to push Where this. was the roach? They flushed it down the toilet. Gone. It was so the last one. Do it. Gone. The plane it was gone. Didn't explode. All gone. It was all gone. Right. So there's nothing left. So, so, so she goes, "Well, you don't have to have rolled cigarettes on the airplane." So I was like, "Oh, well, I'm really sorry. I won't do it again. I'm done." Yeah. Right. And she goes. Can, can I enjoy, she can I enjoy me, my book of exactly. fractals? So, right. so she gives. Please. So she gives me the stern look, and then she goes, 
well, all right. And I returned to my seat. You got very lucky, dude. You got it. Returned Mm -hmm. my seat. And the best thing was the meal was the most tasty airplane meal I've ever had. The entertainment was great. Don't remember what the hell it was. And I got like three hours sleep. God bless Virgin. If you did that in the United States, he would be fucking... Well, now this is all pre-9-11. You got to realize. Pre-9-11. It's a big deal. It was probably... Two years out of being able to smoke cigarettes on a plane. Yes. It was so young right. in the no smoking on a plane. That's why he got away with it. Right. Yeah. You know, but that way, I mean, it. it was the stu- – I mean, like, you want to talk about stupid. Yeah. You know, like, I've done stupid things with, you know, like, uh, making somebody think they were smoking marijuana and it wasn't. Right. You know, like, that's, you know, one thing. But that's a great. That was, that's a good one, dude. I liked it. Dude. Yeah, I traveled. Dopey th- story thank right you. There, thank you. I, 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 we doing this I, yeah, I like this that. All the this is the this worst fist bump I've ever seen. In and history. then I'll blow it up. Um, the the thing about this story that I, I spent years traveling the country saying. No, it was an evil cigarette. <laughs> like, I just buy that. It's the truth. And I mean, like, there were points where I just wanted to push it. I'll be like, oh, I didn't know you could. But, like, of course I knew you to go to Vice Morgan. You know what we did on a plane once? My friend was sleeping, and he we had been drinking, and he didn't smoke cigarettes. And we put three 21-milligram uh, nicoderm, or nico, whatever, patches on him. Oh, my God. So we put him on his legs, right? And he just stayed asleep for it. He doesn't smoke at all. So it's like... Oh, no. <laughs> and he was, sleep- well, he was sleeping like this, and we just, like, waited. Yeah, he would have vomited. He was sleeping with his this mouth This is what open. prep school is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know what else they do? They sit around watching porn yeah, they, together. Yeah, yeah, every every, every episode. Bro jobs, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but he only woke up because he was sleeping with his mouth open, and we took a fourth one. And we put Jesus. it on his tongue. <laughs> <What's wrong? laughs> we were trying to kill someone. Yeah. These are the people. As soon as he hit his tongue, the first thing he did was bite down. <laughs> he already woke up. Was like, yeah. these are the people that dose their dogs with LSD. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever I do never that? Did, that. I did never, you ever do that? Did you ever do that? Do you have friends who do that for fun? No, but cats eat mushrooms. I learned that the hard way. Like regular mushrooms. They eat no. magic mushrooms. I gave my friend a bunch of magic mushrooms when I was like. 15 and we got caught because he had him in his jacket and the cat was pawing at his jacket and his mom found him and I was so nervous she was going to call my parents Uh-oh. and so I had to go over to talk to him and like this kid his parents were total alcoholics they had the liquor closet a walk-in closet <laughs> with literally hundreds like true real Irish people hundreds of bottles of booze in there right so um, I go over to talk to his parents and I'm like so nervous that they're going to call my parents tell them they had mushrooms you know like 15 or pretty young mm. and um the final message they said is, if you do it, make sure someone doesn't do it and watches after you guys. <laughs> well, that's uh, I was sure yes. you, this story was going to end with you feeding the cat the mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did. I did take some like shake for mine and, and saw with my cats, and they were like all over it. But I, I didn't like give them a lot. I would give my cat stone. One of them liked it actually. One time. One of them hated it. Cat, one of them liked cats it. Cats and dogs get respiratory diseases from that. Really. Uh-huh. One time. When I was um, in college, I had a friend who was living with probably one of your friends. It was <laughs> Herbert Hoover's grandson. Yeah. His name was Chad Hoover. And we went to his home in Cape Cod, and he dosed the dog. And what? He's like, He's like, my dog loves ass. And uh, I'm just like, what? oh, my fucking Do you know Christ. they've done studies where they just give cats massive quantities of LSD to see what happens? Just Google cat LSD experiment, and you'll see it'll come up. In, like, the 80s, they... 
they dosed all these cats. And I, 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 I the cats just would lick their paws. I mean, I guess. Like, how do you get a grant for that? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, want, I want to give acid to cats. What are you trying to prove? Uh, that I can get acid? <laughs> Here's 20 grand. Right. Good luck. I got a lot of cats. So. Dude, and the end result yeah. was like, they basically just like sat there and like licked their paws. <laughs> That's what they paw do. That's what they do anyway. Yeah. They looked at fractals. <laughs> um, Jeremy needs to go. I gotta go. All right, but, but Jeremy, you did a tremendous job. Well, thank you. That was great. That was great. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I'm standing before you go. You need to say toodles. Don't say toodles. <laughs> Don't say it. TTFN. What is that? Tata for now. Tata for now. That's as good as toodles. Right? <laughs> That's yeah, even worse. From now on, I'm gonna say tata for now. No, you say toodles. I'll That's say your thing. I'll alternate. Well, all right, thank we're you, done. Jeremy. Good night, everybody. Later. Good Bye. afternoon.